Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 131. Lord, my heart isn't proud. My eyes aren't conceited. I don't get involved with things too great or wonderful for me. No, but I have calmed and quieted myself, like a weaned child on its mother. I'm like the weaned child that is with me. Israel, wait for the Lord, from now until forever from now. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Kings 23, verses 4 through 25. The king then commanded the high priest Hilkiah, the second order priests, and the doorkeepers to remove from the Lord's temple all the religious artifacts made for Baal, Asherah, and all the heavenly bodies. The king turned them outside Jerusalem in the Kidron Valley and took the ashes to Bethel. He got rid of the pagan priests that the Judean kings had appointed to burn incense at the shrines in Judea's cities and the areas around Jerusalem. He did the same to those who burned incense to Baal, to the sun, to the moon, to the constellations, and to all the heavenly bodies. He removed the Asherah image from the Lord's temple, taking it to the Kidron Valley outside Jerusalem. There he burned it, ground it to dust, and threw the dust on the public grave. The king tore down the shrines from the consecrated workers that were in the Lord's temple where women made woven coverings for Asherah. Then Josiah brought all the priests out of Judah's cities, from Geba to Beersheba. He defiled the shrines where the priests had been burning incense. He also tore down the shrines at the gates of the entrance to the gate of Joshua, the city's governor, which were on the left as one entered the city gate. Although the priests of these shrines didn't go up on the Lord's altar in Jerusalem, they did eat unleavened bread with their fellow priests. Josiah defiled the Topheth in the Ben-Hinnom Valley so no one could burn their child alive in honor of the god Molech. He did away with the horses that Judah's kings had dedicated to the sun. They were kept at the entrance to the Lord's temple near a room in the annex that belonged to an official named Nathan Melech. Josiah set fire to the chariots that were dedicated to the sun. The king also tore down the altars that were on the roof of Ahaz's upper story, which had been made by the Judean kings. He did the same thing with the altars that Manasseh had built in the two courtyards of the Lord's temple. He broke them up there, threw their dust into the Kidron Valley. The king then defiled the shrines facing Jerusalem, south of the Mountain of Destruction. Solomon, the king of Israel, had built these for Ashtoreth, the monstrous Sidonian god from Chemosh, the monstrous Moabite god, and for Malcolm, the detestable Ammonite god. He smashed the sacred pillars and cut down the sacred poles, filling the places where they had been with human bones. Josiah also tore down the altar that was in Bethel. That was the shrine made by Jeroboam, Nebat's son, who caused Israel to sin. Josiah tore down that altar and its shrine. He burned the shrine, grinding it into dust. Then he burned its sacred pole. When Josiah turned around, he noticed tombs up on the hillside, so he ordered the bones to be taken out of the tombs. He then burned them on the altar, desecrating it. This was an agreement with the word that the Lord announced by the man of God when Jeroboam stood by the altar at the festival. Josiah then turned and saw the tomb of the man of God who had predicted these things. What's this gravestone? I see, Josiah asked. 
The people of the city replied, That tomb belongs to the man of God who came from Judah and announced what you would do to the altar of Bethel. Let it be, Josiah said. No one should disturb his bones. So they left his bones untouched, along with the bones of the prophet who came from Samaria. Moreover, Josiah removed all the shrines on the high hills that the Israelite kings had constructed throughout the cities of Samaria. These had made the Lord angry. Josiah did to them what he did at Bethel. He actually slaughtered on those altars all the priests of the shrines who were there, and he burned human bones on them. Then Josiah returned to Jerusalem. The king commanded all the people, Celebrate a Passover to the Lord your God, following what is instructed in this scroll containing the covenant. A Passover like this hadn't been celebrated since the day when, days when the judges judged Israel. Neither had it been celebrated during all the days of the Israelite and Judean kings. But in the eighth year of King Josiah's rule, this Passover was celebrated to the Lord in Jerusalem. Josiah burned those who consulted dead spirits and the mediums, the household gods and the worthless idols, all the monstrous things that were seen in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem. In this way, Josiah fulfilled the words of the instruction written in the scroll that the priest Hilkiah found in the Lord's temple. There's never been a king like Josiah, whether before or after him, who turned to the Lord with all his heart, all his being, and all his strength, in agreement with everything in the instruction from Moses. Today's New Testament reading comes from 1 Corinthians 12, verses 1 through 11. Brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be ignorant about spiritual gifts. You know that when you were Gentiles, you were often misled by false gods that can't even speak. So I want to make it clear to you that no one says Jesus is cursed when speaking by God's Spirit, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are different ministries in the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. A demonstration of the Spirit is given to each person for the common good. A word of wisdom is given by the Spirit to one person, a word of knowledge to another according to the same faith. Faith is still another by the same Spirit, gifts of healing to another in the, same, in the one Spirit, performance of miracles to another, prophecy to another, the ability to tell spirits apart to another, different kinds of tongues to another, and the interpretation of the tongues to another. All these things are produced by the one and same Spirit who gives what he wants to each person. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 18 through 26. While Jesus was speaking to them, a ruler came and knelt in front of him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and place your hand on her and she'll live. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Then a woman who had been bleeding for twelve years came up behind Jesus and touched the hem of his clothes. She thought, if I only could touch this robe, I will be healed. When Jesus turned and saw her, he said, Be encouraged, daughter. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed from that time on. When Jesus went into the ruler's house, he saw the flute player and the distressed crowd. He said, Go away, because the little girl isn't dead but is asleep. But they laughed at him. After he had sent the crowd away, Jesus went in and touched her hand, and the little girl rose up. News about this spread throughout the whole region.
that surrounds this is the day the Lord has made I will rejoice I will give thanks and live my life to bring you praise this is the day the This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will give thanks, and live my life to bring you praise. This is the day the Lord has made. And I will carry my cross, carry my cross, and you will carry me. And I will carry my cross, carry my cross, and you will carry me.
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead in the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 134. All you who serve the Lord, bless the Lord right now. All you who minister in the Lord's house at night, bless God. Lift up your hands to the sanctuary and bless the Lord. May the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was This Is The Day, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.